looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. What's going on, Tampa, Florida, man? It's January 16th. It's been a long, long time since I got on the podcast and talked. But I'm feeling good. It's a good day in Tampa Bay, man. Last night, Tampa Bay Buccaneers went ahead and whooped up on a little bit of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know there's a partner of mine that's not going to like hearing that, but that's what happened. You got your ass whooped. And there's so much going on in the NFL, so many coaches that are gone. Man, I wish I had Tyrone and Reggie here, but they're chasing the bag. It's just me this morning. But I got to tell you, man, I feel good. I feel real good. I don't feel good that my Dolphins are out of it, but I feel fine. I'm good with this. I still got a Florida team to represent. Let's get it, man. And Dallas ain't in it? Oh, I love it. I want to talk to you Dallas boys. <laughs> it's a good day, man. Choking on my juice right now. But, hey, let's get it going. Let's get it doing, Tampa. Get on up, man. Them Tampa Bay Bucks did it, man. Baker going to lead you to the promise, man. Let's get it to Boy, oh boy, oh boy, Tampa, Florida, man. What's going on with you guys? I hope you guys are doing great. It's been a long time since I got on the podcast. A lot has been going on. Uh, we had to cut it short because of some... Um, some legal matters that were going on there, but we, we got everything cleared up. Everything's good to go now, so I don't want to go into detail with it. I want to bring up the past. It's 2024, and I hope you guys are having a happy, happy new year. This has been going on so much, man. I don't have much to talk about, but I'm going to talk about some things. Some things have been on my mind a little bit here with football. But starting off, let's just start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. Watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers whoop up on the Eagles was just, how can I say this? Um, it was It was due. You Eagles fans and you Eagles, you know, I guess fan base, I guess riders. I don't know what they call you guys because you're Eagles. But <laughs> you Eagle fan base, what happened to you guys? You know what happened? What happened was your locker room got disarray. And that's why you lost six of your last seven games. That's that's what ended up happening. Um, to watch Baker Mayfield do what he does and, and kind of recreate himself uh, was, was just amazing to watch last night, in my opinion. I mean, watching Baker throw for 337 and three touchdowns, you know, winning the game 32-9. to nine, I mean, you, you, you sit back and you're like, well, you know, can Baker do it? Now, I'm not saying, you know, Bucks are going to Super Bowl, but they're one game closer to, to a goal, and they got to play the Detroit Lions, who have been on fire. Watching Jalen Hurts kind of melt down a little bit, that offense that was so electrifying last year, not being this year, it's a big transition. Now, I know the, the Eagles have a... Uh, offensive coordinator who was one year 
<laughs> this is first year doing it. Only been in the NFL for three years. That's pretty risky in itself. That that's pretty. Um, I don't know. That's pretty a ballsy move to sit there and choose a man that hasn't been in the league very long. So you're not, you know, not to say that his football knowledge isn't isn't vast, or whatever. And everybody struggles the first couple of years, but you kind of want to make sure that this individual, um, I don't know, kind of gets groomed into that position. I'd say uh, gets worked into it a little bit. I would think so, but that's not the case. And, and your offense, as electrifying as maybe some of your plays may be, they don't look that way to me. To me, they don't. Last year's OC was did a great job of using Jalen Hurts uh, uh, in different uh, capabilities that he has. As, as long as his, you know, just long he has a great arm, but his feet are just as good. Um, and, and they didn't really use much of that. And your run game was non-existent this year. I've been talking about it with buddies of mine for I don't know how long now. It is non-existent. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't know why you guys don't run the ball at all anymore. I mean, at one point in the game last night, they, they were counting how many times you ran the ball. And by the third quarter, you've only ran the ball eight times. But you threw for 49, 50 times. You know, it's, you gotta, you, you know, it's about that balance. And any team that can run the football, any team that can run the football this deep into the playoffs, they're going to go deeper. They're just going to they're going to keep going because of the fact that they can run the football. Uh, it takes time off the clock, establishes more passing, in my opinion, for play action. Uh, keeps holds linebackers at bay, so you really can't get that drop that they want to get, even if you do a straight drop back. Um, it holds them; they have to respect it. But when you don't have that anymore, it's gone. I, I, it's when you don't have it, it's just it's you're one sided. And not to mention the Eagles, and I don't want to blame, I'm not making a blame game because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers whooped up on the Philadelphia Eagles in all phases of the game, offense and defense. Um, but you didn't have A.J. Brown in there to accommodate Devontae Smith either. So, like, A.J. Brown's gone for whatever reason. You know, they, they say he's injured, not feeling well, whatever the case may be. Well, you don't also delete your entire Eagles social media just because you have a knee injury, you know what I mean, or a back injury or whatever the case may be with him. So something's wrong there, but you didn't have anything else. All you had to really do was cover Devontae Smith and you win the game, and that's pretty much what they did. It pretty much made Jalen Hurts figure out, hey, you got to beat us with somebody else, and frankly, you don't have enough firepower on this field to beat anybody. Uh, the Eagles' defense was was once not the premier, not the, not the greatest, but at least respected in the league last year and in the last two, three years. Last night were just, was just horrible. It was just horrible to watch. They don't want to tackle. And, again, you're playing in Tampa Bay where the, where the weather is not a factor. You know, it was a nice 72 degrees last night. You know what I mean? That's beautiful football weather, uh, especially for the NFL, especially after seeing what happened in Buffalo and KC. You know what I mean? You, 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 want to, you have a good, a good uh, weather there that, you, you know, everything should be fine. The problem with the fact was that you guys just, you guys just shit the bed, man. Uh, and, you, and you hate to say it because all Eagles fans see what's going on. And now – the only way going into the you know the next season, 2024 season, for the Eagles going forward, I, I don't know what the fix is. Uh, I know what people think it is. Like, let's just fire the head coach. But, again, this is a man that's gotten you to the, to the Super Bowl. This man has gotten you to an NFC championship. So, like, you kind of kind don't want to call it quits just so quickly. Um, he has to learn as well because he's a young head coach as well. But in doing that, I think your OC is the issue also. I think your DC is the issue as well. Uh, you know, you, you're Matt Patricia. I don't, I don't believe in those two guys. Uh, they haven't had a really good stint of, of football careers, even as, as, as people may think. You know what I mean? Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't at all pick those guys. That's just me. Uh, maybe try to find a different OC. And then if that doesn't work, then, yeah, we got to take, take care of the head coach who couldn't put it together. Because uh, losing, you're losing your last six out of seven games is just, is just ridiculous. 
Um, but the Bucks did it, man. They they beat up on them, and, and pff, rightfully so. The other one I, I want to talk about is those Detroit Lions, man. I, you know, now now the Bucks have to go to Detroit to play them. Uh, it's going to be amazing to watch. Um, I want to see how this is going to work. I want to see how this is going to how this is going to get by. I guess you can say. Um, Tampa versus Detroit, which Detroit's been on fire. I, I can't lie, but last night I saw something in the Bucks that I haven't seen in a, in a while, and that was defense. For you know, D- D- Tampa's known for defense, and even though the offense is clicking now, I just the way they were flying around to the football, the way they were getting after those those receivers and, and running backs, and pretty much shutting down the run game. I mean, they just they were getting after it last night. So now I'm interested to see what they do to Detroit. You know. I know if you rattle golf, that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? You rattle him, then you you control the entire offense. The other thing with Detroit is they run the ball very, very well. So so watching Detroit have to try to maneuver around um Tampa and their defense, that's that to me is gonna be, you know, that that to me is gonna be the key there. I wanna I wanna see how this is gonna work. Detroit has a de- good defense too. So it's gonna be a battle. That that game is gonna be a great game to watch. I don't know yet. I got as we go into the weeks. I got to see who I'm going to choose, but I mean, they looked they looked pretty good to me. They look they look pretty damn good. The other amazing game that was phenomenal was uh, Packers and the Cowboys. Oh, you Cowboy fans, boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh, you Dallas Cowboys! What about them boys? Oh, well, how about Jordan Love? How about that? How about Jordan Love coming into Dallas and whooping up on you pretty good? That score doesn't tell how badly how badly you guys got beat. Uh, they gave you a couple touchdowns at the end just to make you feel good. Um, but you guys got your ass kicked. I mean, thoroughly got your ass kicked. Um, Jordan Love, I mean, what, what more can you say about it? I, I was talking about this with, with family and stuff like this the other, the other day. You don't remember. As a, as a kid, all I remember in 91 through many, 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 many years was Brett Favre was the quarterback. And then after him was Aaron Rodgers and now Jordan Love. The Green Bay Packers, in my mind, have only had three quarterbacks. That's it. They haven't had anything else. They've only had three quarterbacks in my mind. Okay? There's some teams that go through three quarterbacks in a game. All right? These guys have three in a, in a span of you know 30 years, which is amazing in itself. Um, Jordan Love is completely on fire, completely on fire. If you if you didn't watch the game, they are completely on fire. He's clicking at all, at all, at all gears, man. This kid, I mean, a flick of the wrist, the flick of the wrist is throwing dimes. Watching watching them run the football with Aaron Jones and Emmanuel Wilson, like they got it, they got it. You know what I'm saying? I think. Let me look here on the stat sheet here. Aaron Jones. Let me see. Yep. 21 carries, 118 yards, and three touchdowns. And like I just told you, no more than five minutes ago, if you can run the football in the playoffs, you're going to go deep in the playoffs. Now the 49ers have to go face, or I'm sorry, the Packers have to go face the 49ers at their own field. And they're, they're, a game like that gives you uber confidence. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're playing supposedly the number one offense uh, in the National Football League. Okay, the Packers, like I said, demolished the, the, the Dallas Cowboys, who, by the way, couldn't beat anybody that had a winning record anyway. That was the kicker. Like, these guys sat here and could not beat anybody that had a winning record. Okay? And, and it proved it. It definitely proved it uh, on, what was it, Saturday night, Sunday night? They, they proved it, man. These guys are do not can't hold a candle to, to a team that's well-coached. 
Um, so to see you know Jordan Love do his thing was was amazing. To see how he he he, I mean that that offensive line was was just manhandling manhandling Dallas's defensive line. Don't get me wrong, Parsons got in there a couple times. Jordan did get sacked a couple times, but it wasn't it didn't overshadow what he was doing. I mean, I don't know. He he reads the whole field and the windows that he's throwing footballs in is just it's just amazing to me. On the other side of the of the coin here, on the other side of the field, on the other side of the field is is Dak Prescott. Okay. Dak Prescott to me, I know people are gonna blame Dak. They're gonna say Dak, Dak is the reason. Now, yes, Dak threw two interceptions, one being a pick six. I get that. Not cool. I get that completely. But the people to really blame is that damn defense. That defense is was is supposedly and they got some players there. I know you guys lost Diggs early on, Trayvon Diggs early on in the season. I get that, but by now you guys should have fixed it. By now you should have did something with it. And I don't know, the defense just didn't look in sync, didn't look like they know where they're going. Now, no, again, no discredit to Jordan Love and the Packers. I think they made that defense look like what they are. They're just subpar. You guys are just okay. You guys are, you know, you could beat a 4-11 and 11 team and beat the crap out of them and make it look good. But that defense, pfft, non-existent. Non-existent when it comes to, um, when it came to the Packers. And now they're packed up and gone home. And I know, you know, Jerry Jones is upset. I know Jerry Jones doesn't like it, but, you know, people saying fire McCarthy. That's what they're saying, right? McCarthy got you guys to what, a 12-5 and record the last three years or two years, and, you know, you guys were 8-0 at home, and you guys, you know, first round of playoffs, you get booted. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you blame the head coach on that one. I really don't. I think it's the delusional and pressure that comes with being a Dallas football head coach. I mean, when you when you sign to be a coach for the Dallas Cowboys as a head coach, you got to deal with Jerry Jones. You got to deal with the the extra bullshit that comes with being Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones signs the checks. Jerry Jones is going to be all over the place. You know, I, I got to see on on um, Sports Center there was people talking about how you know they played for Dallas and they played for Baltimore and then you know they never even saw the owner but two times in eight months or a year that they played there for that one year. I mean, it, Jerry Jones, you're going to see him every day of every second, every, everywhere he goes. Uh, it's Jerry's team. I mean, I would, you know, I, I wonder if Jerry ever, I wonder if Jerry ever wondered he can coach the fucking team. At one point, I wonder in his younger days, he's like, you know what, I could coach the fucking Dallas Cowboys. You know? Um, I wonder how many meetings McCarthy has to go to with Jerry Jones about every freaking game, every, every little thing that goes on in the Dallas Cowboys camp. I wonder how many times he's got to go see the owner, you know? That can't be a good feeling when you should be coaching football, coaching practice. Um, so it comes with it. I know McCarthy and the Dallas fans are going to blame. They're going to blame McCarthy. But what do you? What do you? What else do you show? Okay, let's talk about it here. What else does he need to do? He showed you he has the number one offense in the NFL, supposedly number one, number one offense in, in the NFL. You had a great defense. I think they were ranked number five or four, or whatever, defensively. You go twelve and five. You're eight zero at home this year. You know sixteen zero. I mean, if you count last year, you guys are undefeated at home, and you. You come back to Dallas feeling confident, and the Packers come here and pick you apart. You're telling me that's McCarthy's fault? I don't think that's McCarthy's fault at all. I think that's more of a, um, I think that's more of 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 a defensive guy. I don't think he was prepared. I don't think maybe he, he got to see everything. Maybe he didn't do enough film. I don't know. But he it it definitely didn't work out for him, at all. So I don't know if they're calling for his head. Now McCarthy goes. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that got fired. The one in particular who did not get fired but parted ways from the Patriots. I think Belichick, why not take this deal? 
you know, maybe Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick don't have the, the kind of personalities that can coexist because it only worked in the Patriots because Kraft didn't interfere with anything. Kraft didn't do shit with the Patriots as far as interfering with what Belichick wanted. Jerry Jones can interfere with Belichick, so it might be conflict. But if I'm a head coach and McCarthy gets fired, let's say he does, man, I'm looking for that job. I might, I might want to take that job. You, you really don't have to put too many more puzzle pieces together. You just got to get them over the hump. You win one, two playoff games, not even a Super Bowl. You win one or two playoff games, you're, you're, you're there for the next four years because then you're the guy that can get them over the hump. A lot of people call it the Jerry Jones curse, and, and it might be true, but I don't know, man. Dallas, Dallas has a lot to offer. There's a lot of good things there, but you just can't. You just got to find a way to get over that hump, man. And hopefully McCarthy is here for one more day, one more year, one more practice. Who knows? Uh, this Tuesday morning, he hasn't been fired, so we'll, we'll see. Still lots of plenty of the day to go by, so we'll see if he's, he hasn't fired. Because right now it's 11.20 a.m. on January 16th. I haven't heard anything that he's gotten removed or fired or seen anything just yet, but trust me, it's, it's a long day. <laughs> I'm sure Jerry's going to take a couple of days and, and then realize what he wants to do. Um, other games that were fantastic that I, that I love watching – was uh, um, was the uh, Browns and Texans watching C.J. Stroud do his thing? I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, God bless Flacco. Um, God bless him for for you know getting in there and taking the Browns where they were, eleven and six, uh, getting to a playoff. Um, there was a complete breakdown there. They were they were in the early on. They were doing pretty good, but you know they stalled out. Texans are for real. Um, they're riding high with with. With Stroud, so I'm interested to see how this is going to work out with the Texans and Baltimore. I mean, whew. again, it's the Baltimore Ravens, man. The Baltimore is is firing off cylinders. Uh, I know that because I got to see that firsthand when they whooped the shit out of my Dolphins. Uh, just like when you know uh, the Chiefs whooped up on us too. Let's just call it what it is. They beat us twenty six to seven, and, and it doesn't matter if it was cold or not. That those Chiefs were they weren't going to be uh, they weren't going to go first round. You could just tell. Pachenko, 24 carries, 89 yards, and those 89 yards meant something with a one-yard touchdown. Uh, the other guy that impressed me was eight receptions, 130 yards, and a one touchdown was Rice, the wide receiver for the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes, you know, did connect quite a few times with Kelsey. Kelsey still has drops. I'm not blaming Taylor Swift or anybody else. Like everybody is saying, it's her fault. She, it's not her fault. Um, but I do think the big guy needs to concentrate a little bit more. He's, he's, he's turning and looking to run before he catches the football, something he's never done before. Uh, but when he secures the catch, he's good to go, and he's always wide open. For whatever reason, Kelsey's always wide open. There's three things you can you can be assured about, and and one of them is is Kelsey's open. Uh, death taxes, and Kelsey's Kelsey's always open. But it, again, the Chiefs were magical. Lions look good. Bills look good. I mean, despite the fact that they had a bowl full of snow in their stadium, I mean that thing was ridiculous. Shout out to the fans of Bills Mafia who went all went over there for twenty dollars an hour and removed snow for three days. God bless you. You are true fans. They, used to, they also got to eat for free all day for Buffalo, which was really cool. Um, I mean, and they, that you know, the Bills showed the Steelers who they are, 31-17. Another one that's on the hot seat, supposedly, is Mike Tomlin from the Steelers. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, he's giving you winning seasons. He has a young team. He's got to – they got to get over the hump. He still made the playoffs. I mean, he's let – let, let that man cook, as they say. Let that man cook. Um, he's playing with a backup, with a, with a third string – Mason Rudolph, who, who's or maybe he's the backup, two hundred twenty nines, two yard, two touchdowns and an interception. He did okay, but I mean, what are you gonna do when you got Josh Allen on the other side who runs fifty two yards for a touchdown? Because your Steelers don't want to tackle again. That that goes on defense for me. 
You know, you got to want to tackle. I know how cold it is. I get it. You got to want to do that. You got to have a, a crazy chip in your head. You got to want to go do it. I don't know, man. It's going to be a great, great, great playoffs. I mean, this is, this is going to be phenomenal to see the Texans and the Ravens playing at 4.30 p.m. on a Saturday, watching uh, Packers and 49ers. I, I don't know who I'm going to choose. I'll probably let you guys know later on this week who I'm going to choose. Buccaneers and Lions, Chiefs and Bills. I mean, it's, it's going to be a really, really good playoff. This, I'm excited about this. Last year, I wasn't too excited. This year, I'm really excited to watch who's going to win. I, I did predict uh, early on uh, last year when the season started, I did predict Ravens and 49ers would be in the Super Bowl. That's who I predicted to be in there. Um, but we're going to see. You know, the Ravens got a long way to go. Uh, coming off that bye, we're going we're to see if they're ready to go. Texans are going to be ready. The Texans are, are going to be ready to go. It's going to be interesting to see, man. Um, and the 49ers, God bless you. You got Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is, is you know, 4,200 yards on the year, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Like, he's, he's firing all cylinders. You got McCaffrey. You got guys that can ball. You got guys that can play. But please don't sleep on those Packers and those wide receivers. Please don't. Please don't. That D-line for the 49ers, you're going to have to get after it to get to, get to uh, Jordan Love to rattle him. But, again, that Packers – Packers offensive line. Them boys were blocking, blocking. It was fun to watch, man. It was fun to watch. The other news in the NFL, man, you got a lot of coaches that got fired. I mean, Black Monday was crazy. I mean, some that they were expecting. You know, the Atlanta Falcons head coach is gone. Carolina Panthers head coach is gone. The Raiders head coach is gone. Chargers head coach is gone. Uh, Bill Belichick parted ways, and, and Pete Carroll announced that he would move on to an advisory role. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel's gone. Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera's gone. Um, I will say this. If I see another team, one of these teams, pick up a coach that got fired, and now he's the head coach of the other team, what, what, is, what are you expecting from this guy? One in particular that rattles my brain is Ron Rivera. What do you expect from Ron Rivera? What has he shown you that you can be like, Yo, we, he can get us on the right path? I, I, don't, I don't think he has any of those things. Ron Rivera at Carolina, I think he had maybe one good season. That was Cam's MVP season. And, again, I think that was more Cam than, than Ron Rivera. But, you know, give credit. We'll, we'll give credit where credit's due. We'll, you know, we'll put it to him. He could get partial. But if you hire Ron, let's say you're the Falcons, you hire Ron Rivera. What do you expect from Ron Rivera? You expect at least, what, to win five, six games? I mean, that's what he did in, in Washington for two years, three years, whatever it was. I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, the interviews are requested for Lions defensive coordinator, Lions offensive coordinator, requested interview with Rams defensive coordinator. The Washington Commanders are just requesting anybody. They're just looking for anybody to replace Ron Rivera. I mean, they requested an interview with the Lions defensive coordinator, Eric Glenn. Uh, they requested an interview with Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Uh, they requested an interview with Bears assistant GM, they requested interviews with Ravens associate head coach Anthony Weaver, 49ers assistant GM. Requested interview with Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. Uh, requested interview with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Please do not hire Dan Quinn. When that, that, that's, just, that's just my opinion. Requested interview with Texas offensive coordinator Bobby Schlow. I, I mean, they're just asking everybody and their mom. Same thing with the Titans. Titans are asking pretty much the same guys, Dan Quinn, uh, Bobby uh, I mean, it, it's the same kind of guy, same names that are floating around, but I don't know. I'm excited to see New England Patriots. They hired uh, Jared Mayo. That, that's a pretty good one. 
Um, the Chargers has the longest list I've ever seen in my life. It, I mean, I think all 32 teams are on this list here that I'm looking at that they requested for, for interviews. Jesus, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of jobs. I mean, if you take the pro, if you take the Atlanta Falcons, that, that's a project in itself. That's a project in itself. I mean, they, Atlanta Falcons haven't been good since the Dirty Bird days, and, and that took a lot to get them there. Uh, excited to see Michael Vick when he dropped there too, but that was years ago. Uh, Panthers, that's a that's a hell of a project. That's a hell of a project. I'm I'm hoping somebody can come in there and and truly groom their quarterback. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That that's a project. Carolina didn't didn't show me any kind of fight at, at any point during the season. Even when it was early on, they just didn't show any kind of fight to, in my eyes. Uh, the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. Um, we're we're hoping Antonio Pierce becomes the head coach there. Um, that's who that's who I think the people would want to see. Um, he embodies Las Vegas um, as far as the, the 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 attitude, the you know, the Al Davis win baby win type mentality. I mean, he he's I mean. That that stat they gave one of the games I saw about Antonio Pierce when he coached high school football. He was winning a game ninety nine to zero, and he was still trying to score. What an animal! What an animal! Uh, and Antonio Pierce, I mean, the record that he has in the NFL. I mean, why would you not want this guy? Um, and maybe he can get you to promised land. I don't know because sometimes it takes more for a head coach. I know you you need X and O's absolutely. But you need you need somebody that can just pull that extra dog. I mean, I think everybody in the NFL is a dog. I really do. Second string practice squad. I really do because you get vented. So I mean, the process of of from high school to college to NFL, they're venting people left and right. Like you, they're they're trying to find people, and some are some are you know better than others that they had. But for the most part, everybody's a little bit of a dog in there. Everybody got there because they had some kind of talent that some coach saw, that some coach liked. But you need a head coach that's gonna pull some out of you. Go push you just a little bit more. You know, I I see that with Antonio Pierce. You know, so if the Raiders are smart, they sign him, keep him. They just look like a different team when they play. Um, maybe he changed how practice was or whatever, but you need that 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 kind of grit and dog to come get you and 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 play. You know what I mean? Um so it's it, the NFL is up and up and grabs, man. I mean, it's 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 interesting with the firing of the head coaches. And then the, uh, you know, the playoffs, it's, it's interesting. The other thing I, I quickly want to talk about was, you know, I think the NFL did do a bullshit move by putting the game on Peacock, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I mean, selling the game for $110 million. I mean, shit me, man. Yeah, they say, oh, it's the highest rated watch. Yeah, because, God damn it, we have to go pay for a streaming service. You made us go pay for a streaming service and you, you beefed up their numbers, which I don't know who watched. If you paid to watch that game, God bless you. God bless you that you did, and you and figured, oh yeah, I'll just I'll just cancel it. They still got you still had to pay six bucks to watch that game. Some people had to pay ten. I mean, you you still had to pay money to watch the game. I, I wasn't gonna pay that money. I'll just I'll just find a way to stream it for free because I'm not paying for something that you know we already give millions of dollars to every year. Uh, the NFL that was that was a bullshit move as far as as far as I I think. But we'll see we'll see. If, I know when when streaming service uh, went to Amazon Prime. Yep. Yep, so this was going to happen. This was an indicator, but that's my quick little brief. I just can't stand the shit that they did there. That, that's a bullshit move, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it's a greedy move, good for them, but for for the people that are, you know, longtime Chiefs fans, longtime Dolphin fans that are 56 to 75, and now we got to go get a streaming service and put it on. 
where they just used to turn on the TV and watch the game. I mean, it's like, come on, man. And I know what you think. Oh, well, Miami, you know, they was on the local channel. That's great. What about all of us who aren't in Miami, who are Dolphin fans or Chief fans? Like, come on. I got a buddy in Kansas that loves the Chiefs. He had to go get a streaming service. Oh, it sucks, man. I don't, I don't think that's a bullshit move to do that to your fans. I really do. Um, but that's the NFL, man. I, the college, I, listen, what are we supposed to do with college now? What, what, what's going to happen with college? I don't, I don't know. I never thought in a, in a million years that I would see Nick Saban retire and Bill Belichick not, play, not, coach, the, not coach the Patriots. I knew it was going to happen sometime. I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to see these two individuals not play, not coach, you know what I mean, and, and do their thing and be dominant for so many years. Um, I don't know, man. He, he's retiring. He's done. Nick Saban gave us so many great years. And you can either love Alabama or hate him, but you got you to respect what he's done over there. You got to respect, you know, the, 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 the numerous titles and college football appearances and bowl games. I mean, he established one hell of a dynasty in, in Alabama. I mean, I don't know. Bear Bryant would be twirling his grave. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's an end of an era which, you know, you got to pick up the ramifications from it. You know, he, the kids that he was recruiting, you know, probably don't feel the same about the new coaches coming in. Um, we'll see how that works. I mean, for Alabama. Um, God, I hope they don't win eight games. Like, seven, like God, what a... God bless the new coach that's taking Alabama. God bless him for, for being the new head coach there. You know, God bless him. But, man, that's a hard job to follow. I probably want to be the, the second or the third guy that takes the job of Alabama. That way I can fix whatever the guy did and make myself look great. But when you're already, you know, Nick Saban, you know, there's going to be a statue and, and, you know, all this stuff for him. You know, there's, there's probably a, a, a wing of the school that's, that's named after him. I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to... Hard to sit there and replace him. You know what I mean? Um, you just want to continue all the great things that he was doing. That, that's pretty much what you really want to do. Um, but I never thought I'd see Nick Saban and um, Bill Belichick part ways with the teams that they've been coaching for for years now, for 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 many, many, many years. Um, it's just, it's just going to be interesting to me to see what college football is going to be like from now on. I mean – when they did the NIL deal in the portal, they, they knew what they were doing, the, the committees and, and the higher-ups that run college football. They knew they had to make it even or make it some kind of way where, you know, uh, Alabama isn't winning or playing in the, in the playoffs every year. They, they had to figure out a way to try to, to try to do that. You know what I mean? Um, and which they did. I mean, nobody would have thought to see, you know, Michigan playing for <laughs> – for a, a national championship, and then actually nobody even believed that they would win it, you know. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see college football. Um, the other team is Florida State. Um, oh, my God. I don't know, man. Let me read this to you guys. I, I saw this the other day, and I, I couldn't believe it. All right, so let me see here. This sit here and says, the NCAA announced Thursday that a Florida State assistant football coach violated its recruiting rules in April 2022 by transporting a transfer prospect and his family to a meeting with a school booster. At the meeting, the booster, who was affiliated with the name, image, and likeness collective connected to the school, offered the recruit a $15,000 per month NIL opportunity, according to the NCAA report. Boosters are generally not allowed to meet with prospects, nor proposed NIA deals in an attempt to attract a player. 
The decision represents the NCAA's most severe punishment yet for a school violating its NIL as in as NIL indict, inductment ban. Don't, don't blame me because I can't read. I have floor education. FSU agreed to a list of penalties for the infraction, including a three-game suspension and a two-year showcase for the coach who has been identified by other outlets as offensive coordinator Alice. Oh, my gosh. Temporary dis, disassociation from the booster and the collective involvement and specific res, uh, restrictions are recruiting visits or communication during the academic year. Wow. During this academic year. In addition... FSU accepted a $5,000 fine plus a 1% the school's football budget and a 5% reduction in football scholarships over a two-year period, accounting to a total reduction of five scholarships. The university will also be on probation for two years. Jesus Christ. I, I, don't, know what to, I don't know what to make of this. In addition, in 2021, the school proposed spending $54 million on football, 10th among public universities, according to, okay, so that's great that they can spend money. Um, I don't know how to feel about this, man. I really don't. I mean, after a year like they had going 13-0 and not being able to get to the college playoffs, I know I have my resentments about that. I have my, my views on it, you know. Um, but shit, I, I don't get this, man. So, I, I, okay, I, I understand the rules. I get the rules. I understand the NIL deals. I understand that's a bad thing. Don't meet the boosters. I get that. But... This is pretty fucking harsh, man. This is pretty harsh for FSU. And I'll explain why. You're going to tell me, well, well, you know, penalties are penalties and blah, 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 blah. I am a Miami Hurricane fan through and through. When I when they didn't make college playoffs, I know it's going to be petty. I was fucking laughing at you guys. But because I knew you weren't going to make the college playoffs because Alabama beat Georgia. Nobody believed me, but I told you, don't be mad at Alabama. Be mad at Georgia for not taking care of business. Georgia beats Alabama, you're in the college playoffs. Probably win the college at national championship, maybe, or give a better fight than Washington did to Michigan, but you're in there. And if I really believe, if you had uh, what was his name Travis Jordan on your, as your QB, you you definitely made the college playoffs. But this is fucking harsh, especially when a head coach of a program got suspended twice in a in a in a college football year for stealing signs from another team but was allowed to go on to the college playoffs. I'm going to say that again. And I'm not going to tiptoe it the second time. This is a harsh penalty for FSU. When a man in his program was caught cheating twice in the same college football year. When Jim Harbaugh and Michigan got caught cheating and stealing signs, which I know you're going to tell me it's not really cheating, it's, you know, it's just frowned upon. I don't give a shit what you say. When you pay for people to sit behind the bench of another team and tell them to record all the shit that's going on back there, that's fucking cheating. Bill Belichick was a cheater. He cheated. And those games that they suspected that he had those guys sit behind, they should have fucking uh, took those games away from them. And then you don't have no problem. Michigan don't even make it to the bowl. But the NCAA didn't do nothing. They just suspended Harbaugh. That's it. Gave him that penalty. Why can't we have the same shit here? Why can't we just have the suspension of the offensive coordinator and call it good? Jesus Christ. 15th. I mean, this is, I mean, this is a hell of a fine, man. I know this is for, you know, I know this is for the penalties. I get it for the boosters, but shit, man. FSU agreed to a list of penalties, a list of penalties for the infraction. I mean, Jesus. <sighs> I mean, that's a lot. That's a hell of a penalty. And all the other guy got was a damn suspension. These guys got to give up five scholarships. They got to give up $5,000 in fines plus a 1% of school's football budget. I mean, 
damn, you didn't let them go to the college players, and now you got to take their money? Again, I know they broke a rule, but this is pretty fucking harsh, and I know what this is for. This is to, to make other teams not do this, to deter people, you know, make it harsh. You should have made uh, Harbaugh's harsh. If all I get is three game suspension for stealing signs, fuck it, I'm going to steal the signs. You're not going to do anything to me. You're not going to take away my bowl game. You're not going to take away money from me. You're not going to, you know, suspend me for the year. This is crazy. This is great. Whatever games they were suspended for or whatever he got suspended for, they should have t- that's a loss. That's a fucking loss. I don't care if it happened last year or not. That's a loss. If it happened the year prior, fine. You, don't, you are not allowed to participate in a bowl game this year. I don't care how many games they won. You let the team in with cheating. And then this year, because he, he met them with the boosters and not to entice them. I'm sorry, NCAA. I'm sorry, fans of the NCAA. If you don't think this shit has been going on before NIL, you don't think this is going on? You don't think, I, and I'm, I'm not going to name the school, you don't think a school came to me when I was the offensive coordinator of a high school and wanted to pay me money to try to get a kid to go to their school or went to the kid himself and told them, hey, we'll pay you X amount of dollars a month to, for you to go and play for us? Or you don't think this happened beforehand? You don't think this is going to happen? What do you think was going to happen when you, when you introduced NIL? Now kids can officially get paid. What do you think was going to happen? Again, I understand it's a penalty. I get it. But damn, a three-game suspension, two-year showcase, I mean, come on, man. I mean, come on. This is, this, is, this is pretty harsh, for even for FSU. Even for FSU, this is pretty harsh. It really is, man. I don't know. I don't know. God bless you, you know, Norvell, who, who I, I'm thoroughly impressed. I, went, I was a, had the beautiful opportunity to go to a Florida State practice. And Jesus, when I went to their practice the first year he took over, I told, I told the other coaching staff, I told buddies of mine that were FSU, I said, you guys, you guys are going to win a national championship within three years. That was two years ago. I said, you're going to win a national championship in three years, bro. This man is, is killing it over here. Like, he is, he is, this is a phenomenal practice. I saw Norvell running around practice when they had to do, they had to change groups and change drill stations. He's running around with the horn. I mean, he brought such energy to practice. It, it's amazing what he's done over there. And this is pretty harsh, even for Norvell. And NCAA, shame on you. Shame on you for, for showing favoritism. Um, yeah, that, that's not cool. Listen, that's all I got for you. I don't want to go too long. I got lots more. Reggie and Tyrone, they'll be back with the bag. Trust me when I tell you, they'll, they'll be here. Um, I love y'all guys, man. Listen, mental health, if you haven't checked on one of your friends, one of your buddies, military or just non-military, check on them, okay? Make sure they're doing good. You know, last year was a tough year. This year might be tough for them. Check on them. Don't, don't just go by. Don't let another day or minute or hour go by. Check on your family members. Check especially on your mothers. Check on them. Make sure they're all good to go, okay? Um, with that said, man, if you like what you heard, man, follow us. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on, on Facebook. Um, listen to the podcast on Podbean or wherever your podcasting choice is. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We have it all over the places. Like, share, uh, comment, send it to your friends. Email me on On The Clock. 20 at gmail.com that's on the clock 20 at gmail.com email me with things you want to talk about hell if you want to come up on the show i don't care who you are i don't care where you live i don't care what state you are come on up on the show and let's talk some sports and see if we can uh get a good debate going all right thank you so much you guys be safe in tampa don't do nothing crazy don't do nothing i wouldn't do well there's a gray area there so do what i would do but don't do well you know what i mean you guys just have a good time and make good choices i'm gonna holler at you i'm out man
You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time. 